I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She, how do I put this, isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we will be discussing settling in relationships and whether or not to lower your expectations or standards. We also have a special guest in the studio today, Anna's ex-boyfriend, Josh Packham. Stay tuned to hear all the juicy goss from Josh. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Thanks for having me, guys. But um, that's a pretty rough title to come out to, Anna's ex-boyfriend. What about like Love Island co-star, Lock Hunter Up? Yeah, well... I mean, uh, they're all eligible like titles for you. But I mean, you are my ex-boyfriend. This is mine and Matt's podcast. So I guess I'll just have to eat it. Yeah, you have to eat it. <laughs> Should I redo it for you, Josh? No, no. We'll run with it. Well, how are you feeling, mate, coming off the block? Yeah, um, I'm still... Like over the moon, it's still sort of hitting home. So yeah. it's taken at least three or four days to try to just process what happened. And, you know, I don't think I will process it for at least another week or two, but it's sort of somber that the whole thing's come to an end. Obviously, watching it back was very tough. Doing the block was very tough. Uh, so it's kind of gone on for nine or 10 months now. So mm. it's yeah. kind of like that chapter's closing. Yeah. So it's a bit bittersweet, you'd say. It is. Yeah. Even through the hard times, it, it, it's something that you're consistently thinking of all the time. Like it became my life. Yeah. Um, so now that it's over, it's sort of a, a good thing that I can kind of not have to worry about, oh, what's going to be shown next episode and yeah. have that on, on my mind. Yeah. But it's all I know for, you know, a good period of time. Yeah, so that chapter's closing. What's, yeah. what's in it for the next chapter? Next chapter, I don't think <laughs> I want to do any TV. Okay. Like Retiring from the reality I might have to TV. retire. I think the public's had enough. <laughs> I think Luke and I have had enough, especially Luke. You know, he's yeah. got family on the way. I don't think he really wants to do TV again. And, yeah. you know, we're sort of a package deal. But, <laughs> well, I, Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like I, I would potentially do something, but it would have to be like really interesting, like an SAS or, yeah. or something challenging, like a survivor. But besides that, you know, Maybe I think I'll, I'll call it a day. Me and Luke would just focus on our business. Yeah. Well, you said that Luke has a kid on the way, which is yeah, very awesome. exciting Congrats, for Luke. him. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about the moment when he first told you he was going to be a dad. Yeah. Obviously, it caught myself by surprise and the family. Yeah. I was sort of picking up on it, I could see that his partner, Olivia, wasn't drinking any wine. Yeah. Then. <laughs> Olivia loves a glass of wine. So I was like, oh, what's going on there? Yeah. Um, you know, there were some telltale signs. But yeah, it's still that shock moment. Like, wow, you're about to have a baby. You're going to be a dad. Yeah. Like Daddy Luke. Yeah. Uh, so Daddy sort Luke. Of, it was Daddy sort Luke of in weird the house. To, to picture, but it's very real and it's got to be happening in March. So yeah. I think you'll be a really good dad and Olivia will be a good mum. Yeah. Um, Obviously, they're engaged and they were looking to be married next year, but obviously that might have to be delayed again. Mm. Um, so first time COVID, second time baby. Yeah. Hopefully there's no third time and yeah. they're able has, to tie the knot. Has this news made you think about having a kid now? No, I'm not really clucky. <laughs> no, you're I'm not clucky. clucky. <laughs> I, I'm, you're a bit I'm off. happy just doing my own thing for a while. Yeah. Obviously, I want to have kids at some point in my life, but you know, at 28, I still feel young. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I've got heaps of mates that are, 
that are dads and yeah. they love that. Like uh, once you have a kid, you love that lifestyle, mm. but it's something that I feel I can do later in life. So I, I feel like you've got a lot of, Josh has got a lot of strong single, single years Easy. left in him. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of life to live. Yeah. A lot of, <laughs> I, 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 a lot of lives yeah, to live I'm, in. I want to travel. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I missed it. Matt's I said a lot of lives to live in. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're so disgusting, Matt. I don't keep the numbers like you, Matt. It's all good. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I, you know, I, I want to travel. I want to go to Europe. Mm. Yeah. Have a good time. Do my, do my thing overseas mm-hmm. and then, you know, then find a partner. Yeah. I mean, I think it's funny because obviously you and Luke are identical twins, right? Mm-hmm. Technically, this baby is gonna be somewhat what your kid's gonna look like, right? Well, yeah, I, it'll it'll have fifty percent of my DNA, so yeah. Yeah, it's, it's sort of weird. It's it's kind of like, like, it kind of feels like my baby. Well, that's what I was thinking. It's kind of like Olivia, his fiance's. Mm. This sounds like off, but like kind of like carrying your somewhat child. Oh, I don't want to picture that. That's too, oh, oh, no. I, just, I, can't, I can't think of it like that. It got awkward from a way I didn't think it was going to in this podcast. Yeah, I know. What did I, what did I come into? Um, but yeah, no, it, it will be obviously more hands-on with Luke's kid because we're twins, so we're incredibly yeah. close. So it sort of will be a good, good practice, mm. I guess, for when I'm ready and maybe... <laughs> 10 years time. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe four or five years time. 38, you reckon? Oh, no. <laughs> no, too old. All right, so on that, we're talking about coming on this podcast. Have you listened to any of our podcast episodes? Do you have any thoughts about what has been spoken about here? Yeah. Um, Do you want to clear the air or you tell yeah. your side of any stories? I mean, obviously, I, I listened to the first episode and then yep. uh, when Anna was going to be mentioning our breakup and relationship, <laughs> obviously, I was going to have a little listen in. So I have listened. Some things are obviously uh, I agree with, and then other things I was like, "Oh, hold on, that's not the full story." What I'm do like, you think? Well, you have you have a platform now to tell the viewers. Do you need to clear anything clear up? Anything. Yeah. I mean, in our relationship, it's it's very hard coming off Love Island. It's a perfect mm-hmm. world, sort of what Anna said. Mm. Uh, but when you come off, then you're in the, in the stressful environment of normal life. Yeah, and I think we found out pretty quickly that we weren't meant for each other, and I think it's just because. <laughs> We have very different love languages as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm quality time. I thought Anna was quality time, but that's what you, you told me originally. But it turns out you're more like acts of affirmation acts and of service. Acts, of service acts of service and gifts. I'm not gifts, you are. I, gifts. I reckon Anna's gifts. Yes, No, I do. I reckon you're acts of service. You're, I'm th- okay. You're definitely yeah, acts because of I'm, co- I'm definitely quality time. And what's the touch? You one? can't be all of them, Anna. You can only <laughs> I mean, be one or two. I mean, I'm, I'm covering all bases. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <she> <laughs> can't, you can't find someone that's going to provide it all. Well, and words of affirmation. I'm definitely words of affirmation and physical touch this isn't a gagging up session no. well, hold on a second hold on a second I used to like do really nice things for you I'd like bring you a coffee in the morning and I'd buy you gifts and I wanted that returned Josh hold on. and you were can, unable can we, to do hold so on, hold on hold on there's, there's a hold different on. Well, here we go there's a making me coffee for one you know I don't even drink coffee I you brought me tea. maybe oh, let's, Anna let's maybe f- hold on hold on no 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 hold on hold on hold on you might have bought me in three or four teas for me in bed during the relationship because I 
I don't even want that. <laughs> and then I, you were sort of like, I would really like you to make me a coffee. I probably made you a coffee four or five times a week. Every Josh, morning, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yes, I did. Look, I it was saying, so skewed. Can you say I that? I promise you, because that's your, but that's what you wanted, because you wanted the acts of service. So then I would always get out of bed and make you the coffee in the morning. It wasn't like, here's your tea, Josh, in bed. <laughs> Look, like, I, do you want me to tuck you in for an extra hour? So it wasn't I, I, like that. Josh, I feel like it was not like that. You're a bit ungrateful, number one, oh, for, oh, what, for what I did okay. for you. I made I at least wanna... 200 coffees compared to about five teas. Look, Josh, I, I don't want to get into an, uh, an argument <laughs> with you about who made more who teas made and coffees coffee. you brought in it our up. relationship. You brought it up. I'm just saying it how it so, was. I didn't bring it up. You talked to about the fact that, like, you thought I was like quality time, and you were saying I was a hundred percent acts I, of service. I genuinely think you're acts of service. Yeah, from what I know of you, I think you're acts of service. I'm definitely quality time and physical touch. I do like acts of service. You yes, too. yeah, but I've it's not my top one. And I think I think you like gifts too. Do you? I don't because I don't. I, I don't, I don't, don't like gifts, Josh. You just didn't Let's, buy me anything. Yeah, but that's the thing. No, no, that's not true. Because I, like, if I'm in a relationship, what did you buy me then? I will happily buy a gift on Valentine's Day, yeah, birthday, Christmas, and the anniversary. That's four gifts a year. Um, but you said you know you're not buying me any gifts like well, outside did, of that. It was just like. But you, sometimes you, really you know, mean like if we went shopping, you would be like, you know, you don't buy me anything. So then I'll say, okay, well, I'll buy you a pair of jeans. Josh, but for me in a relationship, Josh, you bought me jeans once. This yeah. is this is see, so skewed. Thing. But, I, in, but in, the, in my but Josh, relationship, I, could, I don't really want to, to have to buy gifts outside of those four <laughs> time periods because I think four gifts a year is plenty. I, I'm I'm I Josh. I don't think it's I've got to agree with Josh on this one because what I. Do you mean? No, we're not, I'm not, we're not going out. It's not I'm going not out arguing here. with you. I'm agreeing. I don't like buying gifts either. I'm being bullied here. No, it's it's completely fine for you to to want that. But your I don't buy gifts either. I don't want to yeah. buy the gift. If not, it's going to become. Oh, I chore. feel obliged to do yeah. it. Yeah. So I mean, look, I'm I, the same. I don't like buying gifts. Yeah. I find it really awkward to give a gift, receive a gift. Like, yeah. It's just same. uncomfortable for me. Yeah. I think it was more so like in our relationship. I would say that occasionally I would go out and like bring you like surprises or like remember we went to like I don't know that like Adidas that time and I like bought you something and like I like to buy you like little uh, yeah. things here and there and I just like wanted you to maybe like buy me flowers occasionally or write me a note which yeah, is i guess uh, more an access, act of service yeah, and then so i, I think i think you think i'm like wanting like 10 chanel handbags no, just no, to clarify with everyone not. that's Don't worry, not this is not making the car i promise it's going to be out of the edit <laughs> josh, thinks, I, josh I think, thinks i'm cutting out everything yeah but i think like matt if someone is giving us a gift then we feel obliged to have to return that favor yeah um and then if, yeah. if the partners then on your case even more about it then it becomes you know something that that's weighing you down like oh i have yeah. to get the gift now or they're gonna be pissed whereas like the mentality i need in a relationship is someone who's gonna be like oh they did something really thoughtful for me i really want to do something thoughtful yeah back not not oh now i'm obliged to buy yeah. a gift. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's fine that's fine but i think for me personally i would prefer and be more suited to someone who's more in a sense just in involved in quality time because yeah. that's me to a T. Yeah. Fucking good quality so, time. I love quality time. I love quality, oh, quality time too. Unreal. Like- you love all five. <laughs> you want all five. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay to say you want It's fine. It's fine. Wow. 
Well, on that, obviously, you guys for a bit there weren't really on talking terms. Yeah. Quite yeah. angry at each other. Now you guys clearly are on talking terms. Talk yeah. me through that. Or talk us all through that. Yeah. How did we get here? Do you, you want to follow up? <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, it started off rocky at the beginning of the, the breakup. Yeah. Just weren't talking at all. But time heals things and then, you know, realize what it was, the relationship. It was toxic, very toxic, lots of fights. Yeah. Sometimes my fault, sometimes Anna's fault. <laughs> Park, sometimes my fault. <laughs> 100% of sometimes your fault. Less, you know, less. Do we less. want examples? Do we want, do we want no, examples? No, let's continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should just so. <laughs> yeah, but then, you know, there's no point fighting. Obviously, we went through something hard together, which was Love Island, yep. We've got that experience. Yeah. It'd be a shame if we weren't friends and able to talk to one another. So yeah. I think we just both got over it and, you know, we're, we're able to become friends, which is good. To yeah. what extent now is your friendship? Do you guys seek advice from each other? Do you guys come to each other with relationship advice? Even? No, no, not not close friends. <laughs> not I wouldn't say close friends. But to we're the not fact, best friends. To the fact, like, after the block, you know, Anna would call and say, congratulations, I, yeah. like, I'm very happy for you sort of thing and yeah. vice versa or a happy birthday call, like just something nice, nothing yeah. over the top, like, hey, how's your day going? It's not like that. No, um, but just nice, yeah. keeping contact sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. That's good. It's mm. healthy to have that sort of relationship with your ex, I think. Yeah, yeah. same. And I think as well, like Love Island, like as you said, as you touched on Josh, is such like a unique experience. And I mean, yeah. we're all bonded from it, but like yeah. obviously we won the show together. It was like, you know, we just kind of got like catapulted into this like different world than mm. when we left. And mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, it's it's a bonding type of like experience. So it's nice to still remain friends. Yeah. A lot of the listeners would have watched you on the block, obviously. They all want to think the same thing. Is it as stressful and as hyped up as it is on TV? Yeah, it's definitely very stressful. It's physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually draining. <laughs> mm. uh, you, you only see such a small fragment of yeah. what's going on. You are basically project managing the hardest project Literally. for three months. There's yeah. always... 10 trades, they're all different trades and they're all trying to jump over one another to get things done. Then you're trying to get furniture, then you're trying to paint and then there's issues arising all the time that you have to solve. Mm. So you only see such a small percentage of what goes on. Yes, of course, the show's dramatised to an extent where, Mm. you know, they might show Luke and me storming off, but they don't show the full context as to why because there's such a big story behind that blow up. Right. Which sometimes watching you can be like, oh, that's annoying, just show the whole thing. But Mm. you need to remember it's TV. They need to stick to their story and you just have to wear it. Okay, so watching it back, you really felt like you got a bad edit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's a million and one things I would love to say, but I'll be careful. (laughs) Uh, Tell us as much as you can then. Yeah, well, obviously you guys know Luke Luke and I well. Uh, I would probably say we're the good, the bad and the ugly. Um, I would say ugly. Yeah, maybe not ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, bro. That's got my back. (laughs) Bro love. Yeah. Yeah, and I I think Luke and I were good for the majority of the show. Like, we were always a lot lot of fun. We were always laughing. We had heaps of fun with Keith and Dan. We were the... They told us their favourite this this season. Mm, yeah. All our trades we got on with really well. We had great camaraderie, heaps of laughs. Mm. And at the end of the show, we were thinking, wow, this is going to be really good for us. There's going to be heaps of laughs shown. Yeah. Uh, and when we're watching it back, we're like, oh, geez, they're, they're really hyping up all our bad and showing no good. Mm. So that was the difficult 
difficult pill to swallow. Yeah. Um, Obviously, with that came a lot of hate through social media. Oh, a lot of people. Yeah, I got slammed. How, wow. did, how, how does one deal with that sort of stuff? <sighs> There's two ways you can deal with it. You can either get really upset yeah. and, and pretty much fire back at them and try to defend yourself. But there's no point doing that because that's what they want. Yeah. They don't know you as a person. Mm. You've got to almost compartmentalize. You do. Yeah. You have to just pre- pretend it doesn't exist. Don't yeah. go on to like the block page, for instance, and read all those negative comments. You need to think what sort of person watches reality TV <laughs> and gets so upset and personally attacked by something they are seeing going, I'm going to make sure everyone knows how I feel about him. Yeah. yeah. Like stuff them, little yeah. spoiled brat. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, you just have to pretend, like you just have to see it for what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, happy people don't go on and talk shit about people. Exactly. People that are happy with their own lives aren't yeah. going to go on yeah. to that platform. And Yeah, 100%. There's a good yeah. saying. If you have have a problem with me, that's fine. Give me a call. But if you don't have my number, then you really don't have a reason to have a problem with me. I love that. That's a good yeah. one. That's actually. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's true. Mm. I mean, there's so many keyboard warriors out there. They're always looking to start on someone. And I think if we gave like each one of those people our energy, we're doing ourselves a disservice. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. And it shows the strength of you and Luke that you can handle that sort of stuff. Yeah. Because obviously the normal person can't take that much I mean, that I mean much. from from time to time I would buy it back but yeah. you know, <laughs> couldn't help like, himself <laughs> can't help yourself like oh that one's so wrong how did oh, how I would really Luke just want to say something I could imagine Luke then oh, fighting back Luke's constantly oh, <laughs> Luke's, yeah. I mean, Luke's terrible if, if Josh is at a 5 Luke's at a 10 <laughs> yeah, yeah Luke's a bit more erratic than me um, but at the end of the day you know we got the last laugh well exactly with the result on the weekend and you know, that's what we wanted. Mm. All those people sort of have to eat their words. Yeah. There were so many messages like this, their house sucks. They're going to make no money. Worst contestants ever. So yeah. to walk away with you know, half a meal coming second, mm. you know, they, they can't say anything really now besides be bitter. Yeah. And jealous. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you said, you had the last laugh. Mm. What are you guys going to do with all that money? Because half a million dollars, like that is life-changing money. Yeah, it's a lot of money and it really hasn't sunk in yet. Mm. But obviously, Luke and I, we want to start our business. Okay. Um, that will be importing artificial grass and we'll have it as our own brand. If we can get it into a, a big store, I mean, this is really pushing the boundaries. If we could get it into like a Mitre 10 or a Bunnings, that would be great. But awesome. chances awesome. are slim. So I believe in you. I believe yeah, it. I mean, we'll, we'll try. Yeah. We'll absolutely try. Surely, um, with the block thing, you get minor ten. I don't, but that's where I'm concerned about the edit. Like, did uh, that really affect us to the point where they won't want to align with us? You'd no think, way. No, so you'd think no that was what I was stressed about. Yeah. Um, but we've got a really good product, so we I'd, want the product to do the talking. Yeah. Um, and we have high hopes for it to get in, but we we don't want to rely on that because yeah. we think we can quite happily set up our own warehouse and distribute it to other installers like ourselves. Mm. And at the end of the day, you guys got the last laugh. And I think it does turn the perception around when you've done the second best Mm. and you're going up against the favourites of block contestants and you guys have somehow come out second. So that speaks for itself, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. uh, You know, Ronnie and Georgia, Mitch and Mark, they're both professional renovators. Mm. So they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's why we had to be very confident on the show because you have to believe in yourself. Yeah. If not, 
you know, you're just not going to be able to go ahead with your big ideas with any validation. Mm. So that's why we really stuck to our guns. You have to take risks on the show, yeah. 100%, if you want a big prize. And we definitely took big risks. Obviously, Matt Matt was there. He yeah. he saw how hard it was yeah. just it was. being on site. Yeah. And was I was a broken man. I was going to say that. Week bef- 10, 11. I was so tired and exhausted. I was half of who I was. I was going to say that before. I remember rocking up one morning and like I was talking to you and I was like looking at you and I was like, mate, you're like a shell of yourself. Yeah. I'm just, like, you're not Josh. No, yeah. just like the yeah. lack of sleep, the yeah. stress every day, that environment. Yeah. You're living on a job site for I, three months. Yeah. It's tough. The two and a bit weeks I spent there, I was like getting snappy after. It was like it was exhausting. Forcing people just running around, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wasting heaps of energy. But <laughs> I remember seeing you, man. You were very snappy. I was like, this guy needs like 10 <laughs> yeah, coffees and a good, like, a good nap. Yeah, mm. nothing goes to plan. Like they're always Never. trying to fuck with mm. you. Yeah. There's always issues going on. Well, yeah, I thought with all the stuff that happened with us that they'd make a lot more thing on TV, like a lot more, but they didn't put any of it on. So I was thinking to myself, imagine the stuff that they do to you that doesn't oh, yeah. make TV. So mm. much doesn't make TV. Yeah. So many good moments which I wish they would have shown. Yeah. But then it's kind of going in an opposite direction of where they would like to persuade an audience to feel about Luke and I, mm. yeah. which is fine. You have to accept it, but it's still very fr- frustrating for us to sit there and, and watch that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, Josh, we're steering away from Love Island, the block. We want to know, <laughs> I know this is super weird coming from your ex-girlfriend, <laughs> Tell us about your love life. Jeez. Oh, well, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> I don't care. I don't think you do want to know. Yeah, I don't know if I want to Share. know. I want to know. Matt I'm, wants oh, to know. I'm curious. Give me a private call. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, I moved home for a little bit. Um, so, obviously, it was quite slow during that time, time frame. Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, slow. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm out of home now. And obviously, during lockdown, there's not much you can do. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I've recently only just been able to start seeing people Nothing serious right now, yeah. but I'm not. I'm not afraid to get in something serious if it's the right person. But I'm quite happy just doing my my, my own thing. Yeah, seeing people from time to time. If it's right, we'll see if it can You're progress. Not- if not. You know, I'm very independent. I'm yeah. more than happy to just do my own thing. You know yeah. what they say, when you're not looking, that's when you might stumble onto someone. 100%. That's the, yeah. It's the right, yeah. It's, it's, this is it's right. the right time when, yeah. when you don't want to, to find someone, they they just appear. Yeah, it so, does and, happen. Yeah, 100% mm. it does. But Happen to Matt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm not getting any younger. I'm... I feel young still, but the number 28 is something to scare me. <laughs> I probably want kids in my early 30s, so yeah. I probably need to be in a relationship around the 30 yeah. um, to have that. But that's, you know, I don't stick to plans in my life. Yeah, I'll wait until I find the right person. I'm not yeah. going to rush into it. Like mm. you said, you want to do Europe again? I'd love to do Europe. <laughs> I you mean, might yeah, find her there. If, if I find the right girl before then, you know, I would really have to be the right person to yeah. want to change my the plans that I've had in line for myself yeah mm-hmm. I reckon you might like find like a nice English girl you love the English I love, accent I love accents I really? love American accents yeah. I love when I was in America I love the, the sweet American girls they're so nice they're so kind <laughs> the sweet and then American the, girls the banter of the English girls <laughs> yeah I even like a good New Zealand accent do you? Really? I do yeah they're really wow. like just chilled out and cool yeah. so yeah I do awesome. I, I think I will probably be with someone with an accent. I thought that. And because yeah. Luke's fiance is English. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see you with like an international woman. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I can too. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely probably something I would like 
So but, I don't know which one yet. But we'll, <laughs> <laughs> but call we'll call out, out to the international women listening say, to this find, podcast. I was about to say, find him at Packham underscore pair <laughs> and slide in. All right. So this brings us to today's topic of settling in a relationship. Let's jump in. Okay, Anna, so what is the definition of settling in a relationship? Settling in a relationship means being ready to accept less than what you want or deserve. When you decide to settle in a relationship, you choose to accept things that you deeply know don't sit right by you. The fear of losing the one you love is the main reason why you could be settling. It doesn't mean just settling for like somebody's looks. It can also be settling as in for somebody that you wouldn't normally go for within like their financial status, their personality, like they might not even touch all your love languages. You're just settling because you feel like at that time, that's what you're accepting. Uh, yeah, I mean, for me personally, I've only settled like once in my life. Was it me? Uh, <laughs> no, no. Or oh, maybe towards the end. But, uh, we'll, we'll touch on that. Yeah, we'll touch on that. that. <laughs> there was this weird time in my life where I was like, oh, I probably want to get a girlfriend. Mm. And the girl, she was really nice, but she was definitely not right for me. So the relationship only lasted like three or four months. Okay. It was just that period where I was feeling real needy and, and thinking I need to be with someone. And I think when you are in that vulnerable state of being needy and being dependent on someone, that's when you're going to be most likely to settle. Do you reckon? Mm, yeah, yeah, 100%. Was, was this before or like, after our relationship? No. <laughs> this is before. Okay. <laughs> was, was there other things as well in your life? Like was Luke with Olivia? Was there anything like that? And you're like, oh, maybe I need to get a girlfriend. Was there anything? Planned? Yeah, I think Luke was. Was he with Olivia at that time? He either was or had just finished being with Olivia. Yeah, I just hadn't had a girlfriend for maybe three years and mm. was thinking, oh, you know, it's probably time for me to get a girlfriend. Yeah. And obviously a lot of people are like, oh, you, you should probably get a girlfriend. You've been single for a while, Josh. And then it just led into a relationship and it was just completely not right. Right. Well, there's 10 signs that you have settled in a relationship. So the first one is you are comfortable putting up with deal breakers. Mm. Mm. There's external timelines that are pressuring you which I guess is kind of what you were talking about before. Yeah. Don't want to have deep talks about their feelings, their emotions, everything like that. You're constantly scared of missing out. So there's a constant FOMO of like, oh, my friends are out and like I'm not there. And yeah, I think that one's very hard to always accept. Is that also like grass is greener on the other side? Totally. Sort yeah. Of thing? yeah. That sort of vibe. But I guess if you're in that headspace, you just constantly feel that and there's nothing that you can really do. So you just feel like, oh. Yeah, then what you am get I in, doing? Then you get into it and you're like, oh, this doesn't work. You're trying to change them and be what you actually want them to be like and not... What mm. they actually are. Yeah. yeah. You have to put yourself on hold. So you're not putting yourself first, you're putting them first and so then your needs aren't getting met. Your enthusiasm for the relationship is declining. You fear loneliness. You justify everything they do, all that sort of stuff. And then the last one is you're frequently comparing your relationship to others. After reading them out, Anna, we know Josh <laughs> says he's settled. Have you settled in a relationship before? Um, I've never settled in a relationship, but I'd say at the end of the relationships when I probably should have maybe cut it short, I might have like stayed longer than I should have. So I guess we could classify it as settling. I think with Kira, I settled. Mm. <laughs> I think you're just incredibly needy, Matt. Yeah. Well, no, that yeah. was it. Was more just like the timing of everything. Yeah. And I was just like, well, we're going to this unnormal time of like lockdown, and that she yeah. was the person I was seeing at the time. Yeah. This but works, and and 
to go into a lockdown is scary and I was probably very deep. <laughs> yeah, 100%, 100%. <laughs> I needed somebody. You're very, there, you're very dependent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if, yeah. if, if your track record talks for itself, Matt, you have jumped from relationship to relationship in the past a bit. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck, boy, Anna was going to cut stuff. <laughs> Matt's in the fiery line. I love no, it. I love Maddie. Keep I love going. Maddie. Matt. No, oh, well, I've think- had massive breaks. I've had what? I had four. I've had two days. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've had four days. <laughs> My most recent one, what? I've been single now for nine months. Yeah, no. That's his yeah. longest stint. Yeah. <laughs> no, four years would have been. Oh, did did four years. Yeah, I've but had- I feel. But you always you had your ex girlfriend who was Laura like your. Was, yeah, definitely. Is there. it rude she to was- say fuck, buddy? At the time, so, yeah, she was. Yeah. So I guess like you were. She was meeting all your emotional needs, but yeah. then you were still getting to be single. I and- was getting the. Best, the of, best both. of both. You were worlds. getting the yeah. best of both. Yeah, which definitely. You're very lucky. <laughs> I was very, very lucky out of you in that for those, situation. <laughs> for those four years, I was I was living on cloud nine. Yeah. <laughs> and then reality hit, and you're like, I probably should make this official. Yeah. <laughs> four yes. years later. Four years later. Yeah. I think with settling, it can definitely come when you have low self-esteem as well. That's when you're going to be your most vulnerable. You're probably willing to put up with more to be with someone yeah. because you, you don't think very highly of yourself. Mm. You know, I probably have been in that situation in the past as well. And mm. then you're just settling with someone. And I see it all the time. Yeah. People are consistently with someone who they probably shouldn't be, mm. but they're not willing to break up with them because yeah, of their low self-esteem. Mm. That they think, oh, you know, who's going to want to be with me? I don't know if I can find any better. And they consistently try to look at the small positives in the relationship instead of looking at all those negatives just lining up. The problem is, is that when you're in a toxic relationship, which we were, and we both mm-hmm. said we were. Good times. I, <laughs> great times. We, we learn from those times. Yeah, you learn. Yeah. But what I wanted to say was when you're in a toxic relationship, your self-esteem is actually at its lowest. Mm-hmm. So you're in a place where you're probably not happy, your self-esteem is low. So you're like, I need to get out of this, but how do I take these steps? And I think that's like a really like hard pill to swallow, I guess. It could also be past traumas as well. You've mm. had your heart broken by someone and you think your self-esteem is low and you think, I don't deserve much better. I yeah. can tolerate this sort of stuff. Or your previous relationship, you're used to that sort of stuff and you're used to feeling that way when you shouldn't. You should lift yourself up and know that you deserve better and not to settle. Yeah. All right. So I feel like in my last relationship with Kira, I settled. Do you guys feel like you settled? Hang on. I want to touch on that. Actually. I think she would say she settled for me, (laughs) 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 but I feel like I settled for her. (laughs) Get it right, mate. You hear from the lawyers. (laughs) (laughs) So do you, so do you reckon that both you and Kira in hindsight feel like you settled or at the time you both knew you were settling? Like at the time, is settling I a hindsight thing is my question. I think hindsight, yes. Yeah. I don't think at the time you feel like you're settling. I think hindsight, and I feel like she'd say she settled for me more that I was younger, not in the same financial position as her, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Whereas yeah. I feel like the opposite. Mm. I was younger. I have my life ahead of me. <laughs> so I feel like maybe I was settling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it just got very woman here wow well do you guys feel like you settled in your relationship with each other yeah i would i would say in the back end 100%. the back end yeah yeah not at the start coming off the show and not, all that not at the start of the show of course there was warning signs probably from both ends <laughs> that it probably wasn't going to be long lasting 
you know, not just coffee. the co- just coffee and <laughs> she wants Sean to coffee in the morning. She's yeah. a terrible person. Well, on that, when you guys met each other on Love Island, do you reckon you settled for each other and there was no one else? Or no, no I think we we got on really well. Yeah, Our conversation was very easy, especially in that sort of environment where yeah. it is pressure. There's a lot of cameras around. You don't always feel yourself, yeah. and it was quite easy to chat to one another. We felt at ease, so yeah, you know that was fine. But we hadn't dealt with outside stresses. You don't know what the other person is 100% like until you go out into the outside world and say, oh, how are they going to feel in this position and in that situation? So then you see the full picture of, of the person. More of their maybe negative attributes as well. Yeah. Whereas like when we met on Love Island, it was like a holiday. We were like having a holiday romance. And then not long after, I mean, then we were going Melbourne to Sydney. So we weren't really like settling like back to real life. And then we went to Bali together on holiday. Mm. So we were like living in this kind of like unrealistic bubble, would you say? Yeah, it was an unrealistic bubble. And I think when we got into the relationship, I don't know if I was 100% ready for a relationship at that moment in time. Mm. Yeah. And maybe Anna could sense that. And instead of sort of discussing it, I think Anna then- <laughs> Blew up. <laughs> blew up and tried to control the narrative a little bit and be you know, a, a little bit worried that I might leave the relationship yeah. and then became controlling as a result of my feelings. Yeah. And then that just became incredibly toxic. Was yeah. it evident to you that he didn't feel like- I just knew, like, obviously Luke was single when he came out of Love Island and I could sense that, like, obviously they're twins and, like, all of the other boys pretty much were single. You were single and you guys were all going to, like, what was it? like? They were doing the club tours. Club tours and, and Josh I, was, like... A lot of fun. I wanted to go on the club yeah. tours. <laughs> it was I a was, lot of fun. I was Josh. happy to go in a relationship hanging out with the guys. I was still, I was more than happy to do it. Hang out, have the full experience of the show. It's a once in a lifetime thing. And Mm. you, you shut that down. You're like, you're not going. And then I felt- I mean, Anna could have gone as well. Yeah, I said to Anna, I said, you know, you can come, you can be in the hotel, I'll chill with the boys in the club and then come back. The thing, the thing- She could come to the club as well. You can, I'm saying you come to the club. He's fucking leaving me home. Well, you you weren't asked to go. No, I think it was more like Josh went into Love Island. (laughs) Josh went into Love Island and I think you probably thought, I'm probably going to come out single, realistically. realistically. I've I've been single for a long time like we're gonna have this really fun like experience after and all the boys will do club tours and there'll be heaps of girls around us and it'll be fun and I came out and I was like I'm in a relationship I got my new boyfriend we're going on a couple's holiday (laughs) Josh was like and you're watching us do all those club tours I'm looking at you guys having a great time being paid to do it as well Mm. and financially I had just left my job to go on Love Island. So I was unemployed. So that sort of cash from that was going to be very important to me as well. Yeah. I mean, you did so just win 25 I was about K. to say, you just won Love Island. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, you know, 25K sometimes can go very, very quickly. It can yeah. go yeah. in a blink of an eye when you have money, it just goes. So yeah. it is important to try to get money when the iron's hot. Yeah. And so I definitely still wanted to cash in on that. And, you and then, yeah. well, and a didn't give me the offer. It was like a strict no. It wasn't like a, 
you can go. It wasn't like but a no. It was like I would be really upset if you went. No, it was a strict. <laughs> it was a strict. You're not going. <laughs> there is no chance you're going. <laughs> there's so much resentment, Josh. There's well, this, 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 this relationship. But I was about saying to- something. I'm like, no, no. It was definitely a strong no. But Josh, you said to me that our trip to Bali. You're so glad that you went on it, and we had oh, so I much more fun. A hundred percent. I love Bali. You said to me, we've, I had so I much. I could have done both though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, hold on. You said to me that you were like, I'm so glad that I came on this trip. We've had so much fun. Well, I had a great time. I mean, but, but like I said, I could have done both. <laughs> the hindsight <laughs> changed the fact I could have done both. Do you think, Anna, maybe you should have let him go? Like he could have got some money from that. There wouldn't have been that resentment. I mean, I just, I just didn't well. feel any trust. It yeah. was like straight after Love Island. I was like, I just want to hang out with the guys. Think about I'm, your I'm DMs. In a relationship. Yeah, but I'm think in a relationship. Think about your DMs. Everyone's watching us. You think I'm going to go and do the wrong thing? Why would I be in a relationship it just made if, me, I want to, if I'm going to go do the wrong thing? It, it no, just it made me feel uncomfortable that like... And like this is a, a insecurity of mine, and it's a trigger for me. But like when women are literally throwing themselves at your boyfriend, throwing, throwing, like Matt was at there, say like throwing, like oh, it I was, was just talking about in the clubs, yeah, those parties, yeah, yeah. those <laughs> parties, they're throwing themselves, and like no disrespect to any of those girls, like they can do what they want. But as your new girlfriend, who at the time was very much in love, like that to me was just like, no, not I'm, doing it, I'm not sh- going to engage. And I wanted Josh to be like, I want to like do a couple of stuff as well. I'm sure Josh, the only thing stiff about Josh would have been his arm, stiff arming the girls away from him. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> there was going to be nothing to worry about. I mean, I had just got into a relationship. Yeah. The last thing I'm looking to do is... Look, be with another girl Josh so I just wanted to really go in and experience the whole yeah. fun from after Love Island as well yeah. get paid as well but I wasn't really given that option I felt in a relationship you have to provide trust to a partner yeah, I know um, so you think from the start there was there was signs that there was going to be insecurities and you know that I would have to accept what Anna would like me to do compared to what I would like to do. Mm, but I mean, as you touched on earlier, there was definitely a part of you that still wanted to be single. Like, I think you were happy in our relationship, but I could sense it from a mile away. And it just intuition. made me like, yeah, that, that woman's intuition <laughs> that we always talk about. <laughs> Listen to your gut, ladies. Yeah, I could sense it. And I just knew. Like, yeah. I, I knew that he was jealous of Luke being at the clubs. And then, I like, from that moment, I was like, well, this guy, like, we're in a good relationship at the moment, but he wants to be single. And I'm instead of giving him space, I'm like, I'm going to grip on even tighter. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was about to say, do you I reckon don't... he could have gone there and then realised that it's not what it's all hyped up to be? I mean, probably not, Matt. You talk about it like it's the best day of your life. Yeah. Like, women were throwing think, themselves at me. I think you only look at the potential <laughs> negatives and yeah. think 100% that's going to happen. Yeah. Therefore... I'm not going to even allow the possibility of that occurring because it's happened in my head. Therefore, it's 100% going to occur. And I think, so. and I think this is what we're talking about. Like our mentalities were just different. Very different. Like I was like ready to like settle down. Like I'm like you know I'm 29 now. I I just like was in a space where I was like I've been single enough. You yeah. were in a space where you were like I could probably use some more single time. I, could I mean, you said you said you said. Used. You said you need 10 more years before. So, no. I mean, oh, I, I knew. <laughs> but no, like it's I true. definitely- It's like eight to, eight to nine. I definitely could have used more single time. I was happy yeah. in the relationship, but it had to be really right yeah. for me to want to stay in that relationship. Totally. When I saw early warning signs so forth, it sort of just made me miss 
being single in yeah. that moment of time even more. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. Okay, guys, if you feel like you're settling in your relationship, here are some steps to start taking control of your life. All right. Don't be afraid to try new things. Challenge the norms. Learn to say no. Be more disciplined, especially about quality time for yourself. Prepare for the worst. Stop hanging out with people whose company isn't enjoyable for you. Think of everything as a choice. And raise those standards. <laughs> Do you have any advice, Josh, for the listeners? <laughs> yeah. Um, if you feel like you're climbing a mountain in, in a relationship, it's probably time to get out. If you're consistently calling people, discussing the issues in the, in the relationship, yeah. it's probably not right. Yeah. The warning signs are there. You have to look at why you're staying in the relationship. Yeah. Are you afraid of what's on the other side? Yeah, are you consistently just trying to find the small positives that are left? Yeah. Then it's probably time to reconsider the relationship. Like, Sit down with the person, discuss it, be open in communication. Mm. If they can't accept what you're saying, it's 100% time to go. Yeah. If they say, okay, I can understand where you're coming from, let's maybe work on those points, yeah. then potentially give it a, you know, a crack moving forward. But if it doesn't work after that, not right. Let's move on. Yeah, I like, agree. Like you said, some people are scared of what's on the other side. Mm. I know for myself, I was scared of the, even the breakup. <laughs> like that was That's scared. That was, yeah, that was, I, mate, I used to have to deal with your calls almost every second day. Uh, exactly. Josh used to be on the phone to Matt and then Josh would be like, okay, my my cup is empty and he passed the phone on to me and I'd be like, okay, my turn to oh, take yeah. Matt's call. All right, yeah, you, you, you take this one. <laughs> you take this. Right, it was fucking dorky. It was that good. But I mean, look, I think communication is the key to making sure your relationships are good, validating your partner's feelings. And if you're not feeling validated, then maybe you are settling and it's time to move on. Josh, thank you so much for coming in. It's been a pleasure. I'm so sorry about the coffee. Hopefully that hasn't scarred you for life. <laughs> Hopefully your next relationship, they don't want you to make coffee because yeah, God knows what's going to happen there. Oh, it'll be, nah, won't be able to deal with that. <laughs> well, thanks for coming in, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's uh, fun. Ex-Love Islander, ex-Block contestant, Josh Packham. <laughs> and his ex-boyfriend as well. <laughs> new new C-list. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, make sure you stay tuned to our socials for next week's episode. Until next time, See bye. Ya. Bye.